to date, I have made 459 masks. To date, I have donated 178. I don't know about you, but I found it nearly impossible to find a face mask earlier this spring. So I googled how to make a face mask, and then how to sew a face mask, and then how to find the right face mask material, and then my brain started to melt. Being a maker isn't natural for everyone, and we all know how hard it's been to even get supplies. How did finance professional Chanel Shelby, class of 2004, start a social good pop-up from her living room in Boston? I'm Kristen Livingston from Bentley University, and this is how I'm making it through. It's interesting. People look at me even at work and they're saying, why are you even in finance? From usually my style of dress and um, even the way that I put it together, my PowerPoint presentations, people are like, you're in the wrong industry. How come you're not in marketing? But I've always needed a creative outlet. So I've always been, um, I've always been crafty. I've always been making something. Since the start of the pandemic, that something for Chanel has been fashionable cotton face masks from neutral tones to bright colors and African heritage patterns under the brand name Chanel Cares. The sewing, though, comes from my mother. My mother is a fashion designer. So um, growing growing up, like I most of my dresses are custom made. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> and she's actually she's making my wedding dress. Um, oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So those. So um, it's just it just helps um, even mentally to be able to have another outlet and something else to find joy in. And so that's what um, even making the face mask has done for me, um, especially during this time in COVID where I can't be with my mother because she's in New York City. Yeah. So growing up, I took like she's a fashion designer. So growing up, hearing the hum of the sewing machine meant that my mother was home talking to her. Um, while she was at the sewing machine. So while I'm sewing, I feel like I'm doing good, but it's also, I feel like bringing me even closer to my mother and the humming of the sewing machine brings me comfort during this time. And it all started because um, when it was mandatory to wear face masks, I didn't have one and neither did my fiance and no one I knew even knew where to get one from. So I made a face mask uh, for for the both of us. And then of course he posted it on Facebook and then people were like, hey, Chanel, are you making it? And I was like, no, I'm not. Like I have a full-time job. I don't have time for this. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're working full-time. But then um, I started thinking about it and I was like, wait, I actually can be of help and of use right now. Um, and considering that uh, COVID disproportionately impacts Black people, I wanted to, I was like, well, I can make face masks and what can I, when I donate, make sure that they're going to people that look like me because we are literally dying um, from COVID. Um, actually, my aunt just died of COVID last week, Monday. So this is like the third death in my family of COVID. So I'm directly impacted by this. So, Oh, I'm um, so sorry to hear that. Thank you. I wanted to make sure uh, that uh, essential workers, um, but not just doctors and nurses, but your grocery store clerk, your um, your UPS driver, like all of those people. Because when you hear the conversation about donate face masks, it's mostly like, oh, give it to the doctors and they need it. You know, I'm not saying that they don't need it, but let's not forget everybody else that's helping the world go round. 
Absolutely. And so you were telling me earlier that Bentley played a pretty big role in how you view giving back to the community. Bentley, um, I did service learning. So my com- my commitment to service learning was ignited at Bentley. And I also did a VITA, the Voluntary Income Tax Assistance Program. So mm-hmm. normally, if it wasn't during COVID, I would be doing VITA right now. So I can't, I wasn't doing VITA. I didn't have a way to give back. And that's just something that's part of my DNA and something that I was always doing. Go to school, do community service, work, do community service. And now yeah. I'm in COVID yeah. and I can't do anything, but like stay in my house. And then also just like, what is it? The GB 101 classes that I absolutely, the general business classes that I absolutely despised, but were (laughs) super helpful even now because I'm like drawing back on HTML that I learned at Bentley to help me like tweak my website. Um, Things I'm remembering Porter's Five Forces trying to figure out um, my website, but surprisingly, um, setting up a website is easier than I thought it was. Um, because there's so many um, sites that kind of are already built in, but then you can add some um, HTML. Um, So, of course, how it first started was people were contacting me on Facebook. Then um, I set up an – no, actually, I started selling to my Bentley friends. I said, hey, I'm donating. You know, I'm donating these masks. Uh, Do you want to buy? So they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. They didn't even see pictures of them. They were just like (laughs) – whatever this is a great cause i need a mask sure so i started uh donating to my um um doing business with my bentley friends then um i created an instagram page and considering that i do have a full-time job it was way too much conversation with people like what do you have available what's going on i was like wait no we need to streamline this (laughs) so uh that's how uh, i ended up with the website um which is actually hosted through shopify which is really really easy. And I think that it took me a whole weekend to set it up. And I was already taking pictures as it was, which is like putting pictures and figuring it out. So, and then also, um, a Bentley alum, she reached out to me, one of my friends, Martina Wilson, she's like, Hey, I'm going to create a logo for you. That's what college friends are for, right? I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So she created a logo for me. So the Bentley community has definitely been very helpful and supportive um, in helping me create this and making my hob turning my hobbies, I guess, into a business and um, just doing a social good. So right now, um, in the beginning, I was, when you buy a mask, I was donating one mask. But remember, I'm one person. So I created over 100 masks in addition to the masks that I was selling to people. And I donated to Fenway Health, um, Whittier Street Health Center, Rosie's Place, as well as various uh, pop-up food banks within the Roxbury Dorchester community, which is a primarily um, black and people of color community. So uh, that's where I did that. After that, I was researching, I was like, I'm still going to donate masks. I just can't donate them at the same rate because it's really a lot. So how many masks have you made and donated to date? To date, I have made 459 masks. To date, I have donated 178 of that 459. Wow. And how long does it take to make each mask? Uh, If I sit and focus, it's like 15 minutes. 
And that's just the sewing part. That's not the cutting the fabric. So it doesn't look like COVID is going anywhere. Are you going anywhere or will you keep on? The need still is for masks. So that's why I'm just like, I'm going to do this until there really isn't a need. And then, you know, the, the Shopify, the website is just like, you know, shut it down, regroup, take a breath, come back, figure it out. Every, every mask um, I make is going to have a cause. So right now it is COVID, but um, I have some other fabric coming in that is going to um, support um, the NAACP. I have some other fabric that, so, so these are the things that I'm thinking about um, how I can, uh, I think, find my lane in activism, and that is through art. And that's a unique lane. Not everyone has your talent. But yeah, it's been it's been so rewarding because, um, you know, they say like doing community service or helping others makes you feel good. And I know that a lot of people are dealing with uh, depression and mental health issues or just like other like re-traumatization from just being in COVID or being home and being isolated. Um, so finding something to do or finding some kind of purpose has been helpful for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then I also do want to caution caution because some people are like, oh my gosh, I, I feel bad. Like you want to start a whole business in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, the most important thing that you can do in COVID is survive. Like that's all you need to do. That's the most important thing that that you can do and to not, you know, judge other people or or how productive you are. Um so I just want to want to mention that because some of my friends are like, oh, I feel like so useless. I'm like, no, you you are doing fine. You know, mm-hmm. all of us figure out a different way um, in chaos and a different way um, to maintain. And somehow I managed to find opportunity within chaos, which has which has helped me um, tremendously. So I, I'm grateful. How I Made It is produced by me, Kristen Livingston, for Bentley University. If you want to look good and do good, visit ChanelCares.com. That's S-C-H-N-E-L-L-E-C-A-R-E-S dot com. For more episodes of this podcast, visit Bentley.edu slash How I Made It. And to share your story of making it through the pandemic, send a note to How I Made It at Bentley.edu. We'll see you next time. But I do not listen to music while I'm sewing because it actually is important to listen to the sewing machine while you were sewing. It's just like how you're driving. You're like, wait, that sound was was weird in my car. Like your sewing machine is the same thing. Every week I got to clean it. I got to oil it. I got to do all those things. I only have one sewing machine. And if this thing breaks in the middle of COVID, I do not know what I'm going to do. (laughs) 